Collingwood take on Richmond tonight in the last of their practice games. Joining us now from Collingwood is Justin Leppich. Lepper, thanks for your time. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. How you going? Good to chat to you. Um, your thoughts on, on the preseason so far? I mean, you were just saying off air you haven't won or lost a game yet, so pretty good. But uh, have you been happy with, with how you've backed it up? Yeah, I guess how do you judge a preseason? Um, we had minimal surgeries, so that's probably a good thing. Um, you're not having guys, particularly lower limb surgeries. You know, if you have it, like Braden Maynard had a shoulder, but he can do most of the running. So those guys tend to be a bit better prepared coming into round one. So that that part's good. And I guess our game plan is what it is. And we, we're always evolving, of course. But um, I guess we've had a couple of seasons where we're not implementing a lot of new things. So... It's been relatively smooth, but that doesn't mean the season's going to be smooth, as we know. I was having a chat to someone today uh, connected to one of the clubs, and, and they said they're trying to play a bit more chaotic off half-back and handball the footy from their back half and run. And I thought, well, that, that's just a direct copy of Collingwood. And, and you know that's what happens. Uh, the other teams come to copy the successful side. You, you've seen it at Brisbane. You would have seen it at Richmond. Now you're seeing it at Collingwood. What do you think about that? And can it be replicated the way you play? Well, it can be replicated, but, you know, we, we not only educate it to its, you know, finest end, we train it as well. And, you know, I mean, I guess if everyone did the same thing, there's still going to be a team that finishes 18. So <laughs> it's not going to work for somebody, isn't it? Um, so sometimes it's not always the best thing to, you know, copy what the what the leader's doing and it's doing what your team does well. And, and I, I think the version of what we have at Collingwood is different to what we had at Richmond even. And I, I watch the Giants and what Adam Kingsley's doing there and it's, it looks the same, but it is a slightly different version as well. And that's because of the personality of guys and you might have a more of a stoppage strength team. So whilst you're going to play fast, you might be protecting it in other ways. So yeah, it, it, I guess you can put it under the Richmond, old Richmond banner, but there, there is different versions. It's an interesting description, Chaos. Uh, I remember uh, talking and writing about it uh, a fair period of time, Chaos versus Control, about 15 years ago. But uh it seems to me my interpretation of chaos is win the ball across the half-back line and just play it as it unfolds, which if that's the way, you know, taking the, the coaching uh, arm away from it and, and putting it back in control of the players, that would advantage, in my view, the clubs that have got the best players. Yeah, it does. I think there's also an element of, and you mentioned the word control chaos. I mean, we, we like to play faster with the ball. And as you know, I mean, um, and all forwards will tell you this, the quicker you move it, the, the harder it is for their defenders. Yep. So the slower you, you move it, the easier it is. So we want to move it to make it really difficult for the opposition's defenders, but we also want to do it with a bit of integrity behind the ball. So if it does fail, we're not going to get completely um, scored against back the other way. So uh, finding that balance is always the key, and that's where we do most of our tinkering is in that space. So yes, we want to move the ball at speed and give our forwards the best chance, but the when and the how and the, what part of the field and what time of the game and all, all those little um, specifics. So they're really important um, part of it as well. How important is tonight, Leper, and will it be a full-on dress rehearsal and, and Skippy's in charge? Yeah, Skippy's in charge is as good. He's a wonderful coach. I mean, he's been our midfield guy for a couple of seasons and, and done a wonderful job there as well. And, you know, if he wants to, he's probably ready to go in the in the role as well. But, um, yeah, look, I, we've got our full list out there, apart from Pendles and Jeremy Howe. And Pendles is just literally on training a couple of days ago, a little knock, and we just sort of lost, what's, you know, we're just going to have to sort of wait on that one because um, it's just so close to the game. But um, probably could have played. Um, and Jeremy, we'll wait and see. Uh, we think he's going to be right for around zero, but you've still got another week of self-training to go. 
Bobby Heel's last two games, one was a grand final, the other one was Matt Sim. Uh, have him as nearly the best player in the competition right now. He's just so exciting. He looks like he's had a fantastic summer again. He came off and said, I think I just got another norm. I said, no, not in the practice match, brother. <laughs> it doesn't work here. So, um, but you're right. My gosh, what a game. He's, um, you know, it's great to see players like that when they find that little spark and they, they feel like they belong on the footy field. Mm. And I'm starting to see that a little with Barry McCreary now. It probably feels like he belongs out there. And it's always great when they hit that and they can sort of then be at their best um, without the stress and anxiety of the game. And yeah, hopefully that's okay. And it continues that way for, for both those boys and a lot of other young boys too. A massive pickup. In fact, your recruiting last year probably uh, won, you the, won you the flag or certainly uh, so important in taking you from prelim final uh, loss by a point against the Swans to uh, winning a prelim final by a point and then uh, winning a grand final in the last few minutes of the game. But it's amazing if you can just add a little bit of uh, extra talent each summer, uh, how much better it is. Yeah, exactly. And look, you have to be targeted, of course. I mean, trade's always good because you can top up areas of the ground you need. And I think when we came here, we identified, we didn't know much about Bo. Um, and then Jack Ginevan was, you know, he's a rookie um, small forward. So we didn't have a lot of depth in the area. Yeah. Now, fast forward a couple of seasons later, with, you know, Bo's developed and um, we've got Bobby in the team and now we've got Lockie Schultz. So mm. we've actually got some really high talent in that part of the field now um, from when, when we first started. So, yeah, it's a dangerous forward line. And, and not only in the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball. So... Um, we love what they bring on both sides there. Yeah, I think Schultz is going to be a fantastic pickup. I, I still think underrated and a bit unknown, given that uh, Fremantle are probably not the most high-profile club on this side of uh, the country. But uh, he his performance over there has been phenomenal, and he's he's going to be a great pickup for you. Yeah, we rate him really highly, um, and he's a three-phase forward, which is you know as I said before, a lot lock and defend, lock and attack. But it's not many that can do. Do both in his own. He's a good stoppage and team player as well. So he's he's sort of a you know whilst he doesn't look like the standout flashy player like Bobby Hill, he um, he's always there and he's always around, um, which we love. We love those type of players. Who else has impressed you, Leper? Who, who's hungry? I, I look at someone like Noble um, and his motivations, and he, he looked good last week. He looks to be fit and hungry. Lipinski's probably another one. So you've got those types that have been around for a while and played a lot of footy, but would be motivated to get themselves cemented back into the best 18. Yeah, absolutely. Finn McRae's had a wonderful pre-season. He's, he's taken him, he's running to another level, which I think obviously helps the midfielder. When you can carry yourself across the ground a bit with a bit more ease, it helps you get from contest to contest. So he's been terrific. Reef McGuinness had a great pre-season um, as well, whether that goes into the, you know, I guess the in-season. But um, you're right, John's, you know, he's obviously had a lot to prove um, himself. After missing out last year, and um, we we still think he's a really important player for us. So, did, what, what, did, sorry, uh, Jared, did Kruger do his hammy today, Leper? Yeah, it's, it seems that way. Um, I just got word when I uh, got into the change rooms that he um, he's on the way to the to get the MRI now. So I'm not sure of the extent of it, but it seems the case. Yeah, we had a few soft tissue injuries uh, early in the piece, haven't we? Uh, unfortunately, for various clubs. What what did you notice about Adam Uze's Tigers, uh, if anything, or is it too early to tell? <laughs> well, it's a bit early to tell. I mean, they, when you're watching against Melbourne, they were moving the ball fast. It seems both teams, and in fact, I watched most games through the, you know, the practice match last week, and um, most teams are trying to move it um, through the corridor at speed. It's a, 
you know, you, you, you always sit here this time of the year and say, is it a trend or is it the fact that, you know, that the deck's as fast as it is, they're as yep. fit as they are. And, um, and and usually you haven't had any defence leading into the first game. You've had a lot of offensive stuff. And the defensive stuff you've done is maybe systematic and structural, but you're not bashing your players before that. So they, once the hits start and the defence comes a little bit more into the game, it, it, the game might change again. But you're right, it's all looking fast and direct. and. Mm. And both Melbourne and Richmond look like that last week. So we're, we're anticipating that. Um, but it also makes you, you know, give, gives you opportunity to defend as well and, and, and burn back the other way. So, um, so yeah, we'll be, again, like, like probably all of us, we'll be looking at Richmond and wondering what part of them is going to be old Richmond or new yeah. Melbourne or whatever it is, you know, but it, it'll probably be a hybrid of all of it. Um, but it's a bit of a wait and see when you play a team with a new coach. Positionally, will you try anything different tonight? Uh, no, we won't play around too much. We've talked about doing some of the contingency stuff in the second half of the game, um, you know, what we do with Nick and all those sorts of little things. But uh, we, we think it's just good to get him out playing. It's the first time against opposition our best 22 is going to be there. So we want to get him settled into the game, used to the speed of the game. It's quite hot here today. So they'll have enough challenges in, in all that. So I couldn't imagine anything going too crazy um, as far as that. But um, usually if we do, it's in the second half if we make some alterations to things. But you, you'll see a pretty stock standard look to start with. You mentioned Nick. He, he kicked 19 goals last year, which is a, you know, a pretty good effort for the amount of footy he played across half back and through the midfield. How much will you look to use him in the front half? Can he play the sort of Dugowie role where he's centre bounce forward or will he continue to be predominantly centre bounce back? Yeah, we've got to keep monitoring that, don't we? Like it's, I think Nick's still in the growth phase of his career, which is a scary thought. But um, you know, it's, you know, he, he's such a good distributor from halfback, and then so you don't want to lose that. Um, he's learning his centre square bounce craft, but you know, one on one at ground level, he's back him every time. And clearly, as you know, what he does in the front half, he breaks fifty kicks goals. So <laughs> got everything basically, um, just like you, Kano. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Like, <laughs> How would you go tagging? Oh, those really? blokes gave me nightmares, Leffer. They're long gone. <laughs> <laughs> they ended my career. <laughs> we to, the, to cut to the point, we've got no idea. Um, we'll, we'll play him through the midfield, but the, I'm, I can guarantee you this week we'll be, we want to you know, put him the half back and get that drive. Um, so he's probably one that will, will, not week to week, but it could be month to month how we use him throughout the season, um, depending on opposition and, and where we think he's the most potent. Is there any chance, Leper? given that you're head of strategy of the Premiers, that at, at some stage Kane will get his wish and every club will have a designated tagger? Uh, it's an interesting one. I mean, you probably heard the, the talk about it. I mean, taggers clearly take one particular player out of the game, which is really important, but often they create defensive holes. And that, that's, I think that's what coaches basically fight. It's just that battle. Is, is it worth it enough? Is this guy so important mm-hmm. that he'll... Taking him out will literally stop the opposition and the game on our terms, or will it actually create more problems? And I know it's probably a deeper conversation from right now to get the answer on it, but there are times it is. Um, but, um, you know, in my, I've probably spent sorry, seven years of not tagging or being in teams that haven't tagged, mm. or if you have tagged, it might be around a stoppage situation where you might influence their clearance numbers, say, but in general transition you don't. So there's, there's versions of it out there as well, and um, but yeah, we traditionally haven't and had good success as a team. But um, you know, um, it doesn't say though that it, it won't work or hasn't worked for certain teams. Fast forward to opening round, the Giants hate your leppage. Does that keep you up at night? <laughs> um, 
Oh, look, in fairness to Dave, I think he's, you know, it's, it's a big game for Western Sydney and we, you know, we want to build it up to also, it's, um, you know, to, to be a bit of a rivalry. So, mate, I don't think there's any hatred between the, the teams. That's all. It's a bit of friendly banter um, leading into round zero, which is only a healthy thing, I think. Mm. Well, mate, thanks for your time. Uh, only moments before the first bounce tonight, taking on Richmond. Good luck tonight and then and good luck. Can't wait to see you in opening round in your defence of the Premiership. Yeah, thanks, guys. Collingwood assistant coach Justin Leppich joining us on Sports Day.